0: Uh, you know who's great is uh, Eric Adams, mayor of New York City. Oh yeah, yeah, he's terrific. Sure, right? But Yeah. Aren't you?
1: No, no, no. you're not sure. I, I, well, I mean, I I like some Eric Adams stuff, yeah, <laughs> and then not others, and I like sometimes it. he says both of them. Yeah, so that's it's hard true. Know. That
0: is very very true. Uh, we'll get into uh, an Eric Adams slash immigration discussion uh, coming up in one minute.
1: When you absolutely, positively gotta kill somebody because they're threatening your family, well, you need a gun, of course. But not all situations call for deadly force. And in those cases, what you want is the Burna Launcher. It's a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will send potential threats running in the opposite direction. It's legal in all 50 states, no permits or background checks required. It can be used by all age groups over 18. The Burna Launcher has powerful deterrents like tear gas and kinetic rounds with a 60-foot range, and one shot can incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. Government agencies and law enforcement are using these already all around the country. Have every option available to you so you're as prepared as you can be uh, if and when the situation arises. That's why Burna is such a great addition to your home defense. It gives you the extra options you might need Go to byrna.com, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn, com slash Glenn. Get 10% off your purchase now, byrna.com slash Glenn. Get 10% off and check out the latest news about Berna there as well. It's byrna.com slash Glenn.
0: All right. Uh, one of the things about Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is that he feels our pain somewhat. He he somewhat feels our pain on the illegal immigration situation because he's been inundated, well, inundated for New York. Uh, He thinks he's been inundated by 160,000 illegals. Uh, Try about 5 million like we have in Texas or 10 million, whatever the number is. It's it's. Way into the millions here,
1: and we've been dealing with it for sixty years, and just expected to do it. Yeah, just and, just and, take this one for the team. Yeah, it's kind of the pitch to Texas and Arizona and California at some level, and even and, New Mexico. And up
0: until recently, we were just expected to deal with it, and they didn't care in the Northeast. Well, they care now because
1: Greg mm, Abbott happily sent them uh, some illegals to deal with on their own. And by the way, the number is important here. I think it's it was twenty or twenty five thousand he sent. That's yes, it. to New York, not one hundred and sixty thousand. Right, a small right. percentage of this. He's getting all the blame and yeah. at some level all the credit uh, from my perspective uh, for this. He's you know look he mm-hmm. was the, he's the guy who stuck by it. I, Doug Ducey was doing this in Arizona as well very early on. There was this you know the Ron DeSantis. Um, Martha's Vineyard is sort of on that map as well. Mm-hmm. But really the person who's done it consistently for a long time has been Greg Abbott. Sending buses up to New York, people who want to go yeah, to New York. And why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. It's a, f- it's right. free, it's a free lunch. Yeah. It's a, it's a sanctuary city. So
1: mm-hmm. you're you not going to be prosecuted. prosecuted
0: there. You're not going to be arrested there. It's a great place to go.
1: Won't be turned over to authorities. They guarantee the right to shelter in New York. So you automatically get a place to live. What could possibly be better? And they've purchased
0: four- and five-star hotels to house illegals in, Mm -hmm. in some cases. They've also uh, confiscated schools from Brooklyn high school students, kicked them out of the school, and put 2,000 illegals in there instead. And they're doing remote learning.
1: This is a real story. This is a real thing that's happening in the United States of America right now.
0: This is happening right now because it got cold in New York, really cold. And so they moved them from 10 cities where they had about 2,000 people. Hanging out, and they just said, Okay, we're going to confiscate this Brooklyn school, and now it's going to be a home for 2,000 illegals. You don't know anything about them, but we're going to move your students out. They can go remote learn somewhere else. And this is where these illegals are going to stay now. Congratulations. Complete. Uh, 2,000 people you don't know anything about
1: in your neighborhood now. Complete collapse. Oh my God. I mean, this is a it's complete, unbelievable, it's an Eagles esque collapse. That is going on right now. I don't know if I'd go that far. No, that's that's too, I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy. Still. I don't now want to hurt the feelings away. of uh, <laughs> of Eric Adams. But like, this is really pathetic. Yeah. Now, again, we're yeah. talking about a, <clears throat> a small part of the problem that has hit New York. Very tiny. Um, now, of course, their rules have. Having... They think it's the worst thing of all time that's ever happened anywhere. And their rules make it that way at some level. Like, the, <clears throat> the right to shelter law makes this problem worse <clears throat> uh, in a big way. Yeah. Now, of course, they won't get rid of it. Of course not. They won't they, just say no, because oh my, that would be hateful and xenophobic. They might say like you could see a sane society that somehow had this law in the books. And says, you know what? We wanted to help illegal, uh, uh, homeless people. Thought it was the right Um, thing to do. When it gets cold here, you know, uh, who wants to live on the streets? It's not like people are going to take advantage of this. Mm. And we now realize that, okay, people (laughs) will. They will take advantage of this. You got 160,000 people pouring in. We can't give them shelter. Obviously, we're repealing this law. It doesn't work. Nope. Nope. They just keep it in. They keep saying nice things about illegal immigrants. They say stuff like, what we need to do is give them green cards so they can work. That's like their big solution to the illegal immigration yeah, crisis. Yeah, that'll fix it. Oh, well, yeah.
0: AOC just said, uh, well, you know what you do about it? undocumented people
1: is give them documents. Yeah. As oh, if, okay, if the that'll piece take of paper, care of the situation. Well, are they going to use the, the paper Jeez. as blankets? How does that, how does that work exactly? So stupid. It's not about whether they're documented mm. or not. Though, look, it would it be better if we knew who was coming into the country? Mm-hmm. Sure. But mm-hmm. AOC, of course, opposes that. Mm-hmm. right she doesn't want you to yeah, know she, does. she would if you said like we're just gonna you know make sure we know every single person and put them on a giant list she would oppose it in a second but the documentation thing is okay for her um because what they basically argue is all these people are here because they're the best people in the world all they want to do is work super hard and buy mm-hmm. mansions all over the city and you won't let them because you won't let them go to work because it's illegal as if they would care about that restriction remember they came into the country not caring about that restriction Mm -hmm. and now they've gone to these places and are like well i just look i would work and make a hundred grand a year but they just won't let me come on how can anyone believe that but of course it's aoc and the way that she can believe it Mm -hmm. is she's an idiot and that's an interesting part of this pat dumb people might understand and agree with these uh, arguments but only dumb people could understand and agree them agree with them
0: yeah, and, you know, what? what's great, what feels good, though, is that the Northeast is getting a little taste of this. You oh, know, the yeah. People yeah. like Eric Adams are, are you're getting a little taste. I mean, a tiny, tiny, tiny little taste. bite-sized
1: taste of what Texas and Arizona and California and New Mexico have been dealing with. I, look, I was born in New York. <laughs> I grew up in Connecticut. I mean, like, I there's, uh, there's a lot to say for, especially the food up there, mm-hmm. um, but- the policies are insane. They are. They continue yeah. to they destroy themselves. And look, I don't know if anyone's noticed. I'm not the only one who's left that area. A lot of people, even people who are liberal are saying this obviously doesn't work. I need to go somewhere else like Florida, like Texas. Mm-hmm. And they're making those choices all the time. They're making those choices with their entire li- They're betting their life on it they are leaving these areas and uprooting their entire lives to get away from these policies now some of them still go down to florida and try to vote the other way which is perplexing and i will never understand it but generally speaking you know people are running away from these places because of the policies we're discussing Mm -hmm. and of course eric adams is a whole nother story like adams is i look as bad as adams is he's still better than de blasio who was a complete catastrophe. Uh, Adams at least does have, at (laughs) least he's aware of this problem and treating it somewhat seriously. But Mm -hmm. but Adams has this same weird thing that Biden has, which is this strange lack of understanding and knowledge about his own life. He continually tells stories about his life that did not occur, Hmm. which is really weird that is rude uh, could it happen once in your life maybe but with him it's happened multiple times he he released a vegan i think cookbook in 2020 you know it's about being healthy he's now he was been unhealthy his whole life now he's a healthy vegan and then like a few months later they're like hey um you seem to be eating fish currently <laughs> uh what's the deal oh i eat fish sometimes well that's not That's not even vegetarian, let alone vegan. That's pescatarian, I think, is the word for that. But it's not vegan, (laughs) right? Like, vegan is like no animal products. He
0: might be like me, mostly vegetarian.
1: You know, but eats occasional
0: uh, fish. Right, okay, yes, that is like you. Like me, some chicken from Uh, time to time. A bit of chicken. Just a little bit of chicken, a little bit of fish. Mm -hmm. But mostly vegan, Yeah. you know? Well, and sometimes
1: uh, beef. Mm Mm-hmm. And J- cheese and eggs. Cheese and eggs. Uh, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, pork. Sure. Oh, a lot of, uh, you know, incredible a lot of pork. Incredible amount of pork. Yeah, yeah. ham, well, oh, oh. bacon. Yep. Um, and on all of its forms. Yeah.
0: Um, but mostly, you know, but definitely a lot of dairy. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, cream. Oh, yeah. Everything in a cream sauce. hmm You know. Sure. But mostly vegetarian. But mostly
0: vegetarian. I mean, there's a lot of animals I don't eat. And a lot of their products you, that I don't indulge in. You know right I mean? like you've never, never had bear horse pudding never had horse pudding not ever you don't eat that regularly. i've never eaten hoof
1: you've never had a hoof nope uh a hoof biscuit nope no not one i thought one time not you did one. have a hoof biscuit no i didn't wow well, okay. not that i know of anyway right sometimes you think no. you're having you know uh you're having some other <clears throat> lard based product and it's actually hoof and people don't know <laughs> so
0: what you do keep track of that, don't you? <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, you do. Well... Because, like, marshmallows. Who would guess there's animal tendons in marshmallows? Yes, I know. it's weird. Until you, I had no idea. I, no one... I still eat them like crazy. I don't care, but it's just, it is an icky... But yeah,
1: it's not, I'd rather have the... Mar- they do make marshmallows without the boiled animal tendons in oh, them. Oh, they do? And
0: I, you know... Like, and you do
1: have those? I'd rather have those. Yeah, okay. You know, they, I would prefer...
0: In fact, not like, just rather. You wouldn't yeah, touch would, a marshmallow would, no. for that. Animal tendon in it. I would not.
1: Just that does not seem yummy to me. (laughs) But again, but you can taste. Can you
0: taste the animal tendon in it?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't think you would know that there's. But you just check the label and that's a gelatin. That's what gelatin is. That's just gelatin is in marshmallows. But gelatin is jello as well. Like that's what it is. J e l l o jello has animal tendon. Yeah, it's made with gelatin, Uh, which is gelatin is boiled like. Boiled animal tendons, or some sort of. I c- think concussion. a lot of people are learning <laughs> with know. me right I don't now. Mean, this is not I what didn't. I intended to do with this no. segment. I don't want to gross you out on <laughs> jello. <laughs> Uh, that was not my intent, but let me... But, but you're saying my intent Eric, was, Adams Eric Adams is, is didn't weird. necessarily
0: live a vegetarian or right. vegan lifestyle.
1: Now, who cares, right? I right. don't care. He can eat whatever the hell he wants. Yes. But when you write a vegan cookbook about how it's changed your life and made you healthy, it's weird that you would still eat fish, right? Very, it's just a weird yeah. thing. Why not just be honest with people? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. There's another story with another one of his books. <laughs> how many books does this guy have? Well, that's a good question. He doesn't seem to know the answer to it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you the story. If you haven't heard it, it's bizarre. Now, he wrote a book in 2009, and it was a parental advice book, and it was called Don't Let It Happen. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, in this Mm -hmm. book, he recounts a story from his childhood. May I read this to you, Pat? Sure. I hope you will. When I was a child, a friend of mine brought a gun to school to show off to the rest of the students. This was my first time seeing a real gun. After years of playing cowboys and Indians with toy guns, I did not believe the gun he was showing us was real. I laughed at his stupid trick and grabbed the gun from him. If this gun is real, I said, then it should go off. I pointed what I thought was a toy gun at my group of friends, at my group of friends, and pulled the trigger. A round discharged! And only by the grace of God and my poor aim did the bullet miss my friends. The incident scared me so much that I dropped the gun and ran. Now, that's a pretty amazing story, right? Yeah. And a shocking one. And And what a moron. What a moron. But again, a kid. So you give him some sort of break on that. Now, a reporter raised the subject to the mayor and said, hey... reading your book and it's like this is a pretty crazy story you've never talked about it how i can't believe you fired a gun in school you're you're (laughs) you you went through law enforcement you're the mayor like that's a big thing right his answer i never fired a gun in school now i just read you the story about him firing a gun in school so you think yeah he's fired a gun in school now What happened then became even more bizarre because the reporter went back to him and was saying, hey, you did say that you fired a gun in school. It's in your book from 2009. Adam's answer to that was, that book was never released. (laughs) Now, first of all, how would even if it wasn't released, it was just a manuscript or something, it would be weird that the story would get in there, right, without him because he was the kid involved in the story. But okay. Mm-hmm. That's when, when he said, hey, that book was never released. That's when the reporter took the book out and showed it to him because he had just ordered it from Amazon. Oh, that's so great. So the book apparently did get released. Eric Adams claims he didn't know a book from 15 years ago was released. He went through 15 wow. years without knowing the book ever came out then his secondary backup to the question was well it must have been misinterpreted by my co-author right like so my co-author uh writes the story he hears i tell the story he misunderstands it he miswrites it i didn't even know it came out so i never corrected it could be plausible maybe in theory i don't know if it's plausible
0: (laughs) i guess it's possible in a weird way
1: one weird problem with that though yeah he didn't have a co-author didn't have a (laughs) co-author okay there's that's, no co-author on the book. Oh, my Now gosh. he's backed off to, well, it was a ghostwriter on the book. Not a co-author, but a ghostwriter. And the ghostwriter must have been the one who did it. And then the book company also released it without me knowing about it for 15 years. And that's how the story got in the book. So when you Incredible. said how many books has he's written, we really don't know the answer to and that And neither question. does he. And he doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 888 727 back. More coming up. Incredible. Here's the cold, hard truth. Uh, first of all, we don't know how many books Eric Adams has written. Mm-hmm. But another cold, hard truth is that car repairs are coming your way. They're not going to be cheap, and you can, there's not much you can do about it. They're coming no matter what. These days, a car mechanic will practically charge you just to take a picture of your car. So you have to factor that into your life and your budget. You just have no other choice. But what if you had a way to protect your wallet? What if you could budget this and make it make sense for your future? Well, that's Car Shield. You get to lock in your price for car repairs, and that price never goes up. Glenn is, you know, God, I mean, these poor people at Car Shield. Glenn, all the you know cars he has, they're all. He likes older cars sometimes. They're all breaking down half the time. He's, you know charged thousands of dollars of repairs uh, to uh, the fine people at CarShield. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month and they cover more parts than ever before from alternators to big ticket items like your transmission whether your car has 5,000 150,000 miles. CarShield's got a plan for you. This year, you can choose coverage through CarShield. A resolution you can actually keep. CarShield has had Glenn's back for years and years and years and they can have yours as well. CarShield.com/back or call them 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100. You can save 20% on your plan now, carshield.com slash beck, or call 800-227-6100 and save 20% on carshield. 10 seconds, station ID. I
0: mean, these politicians and their stories, how do they think they're going to get away with it? It's pretty amazing. Isn't it? you got Eric yeah. Adams talking about stories that didn't happen, writing them in books, and then claiming not to have written the book, and then somebody shows him the book. Well, it wasn't released, and then he obviously bought it on Amazon. Incredible. How do you think you're going to
1: get away? Well, because Biden gets away with it all the time. All the time. All uh, the time. He's oddly immune from this. And he like, is. You know, uh,
0: you know, he tells that train story. All the time. Mm-hmm. He traveled 2 million miles on a train, and it was the train conductor, uh, Angelo, who told him that years after he had died. First of all, he retired 30 years prior to the story taking place. And then, on top of it, he died before this story could have taken place. And Biden continues to tell that train story to this day.
1: And, he, and, and, and uh, we pointed this out briefly, but th- this has actually been a situation where the mainstream <coughs> media, the New York Times, w- the Washington yeah, Post, yes. have actually done their job. They have right. called out and said, this story isn't cannot true. be true. Yeah. It, not only isn't it true, it can't possibly be true. The guy was dead. And it's
0: not Fox News it, it, yeah. telling the, 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 the fact check on this. And he
1: still continues to tell the story. Even after he's been fact-checked seven and eight times by these organizations.
0: Uh, he just did the the oil on the windshield. He's got an oil slick. When he, his, his mom would drive him to school okay. in the morning in Delaware. Yeah. Okay, Delaware. We're mm-hmm. not talking Houston, Texas here. Delaware, where the refineries, I guess, spewed such oil pollution that he'd have an oil slick on his windshield every morning driving to school and his mom would have to... Run the windshield wipers to get the oil slick off the windshield. Like, what? I I lived near uh, an oil refinery and never once had oil on my windshield in Houston. I'd love to hear from people who lived next, next to the refinery right next to it and tell me about the oil slick on your windshield well, it's ridiculous pat
1: i lived inside a refinery for 50 years <laughs> you did yeah oh wow and at the time You're not even 50 years old I, I, that is incredible at the time i was uh, a vegan oh okay and um i wrote yeah. a book about it in you, which i shot uh, <laughs> a, a, a gun at children well, in, in school the
0: re- oh at school well, not in the, the refinery The refinery
1: was, uh, okay was, was also a large school <laughs> The kids were put a weird to, to work, story, at slave too. labor, to refine the oil. That's Holy the that's what big cow. oil is doing right Holy now. Holy cow! So, so there were still slaves. And all of this, when by the way, growing up. I should point this out: the entire refinery, huh? mobile. It's on a train. Oh wow! I wrote it every day for 48 years. Incredible in Delaware. It's incredible.
2: Glenn Beck.
1: Dolores wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, "I started taking Relief Factor not long ago, and so far, this completely stopped the arthritis pain." In my hands, they were so bad it was getting impossible to crochet or do my sewing, but not anymore. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Dolores, thank you so much for listening to the program and also thank you for giving Relief Factor a try. It sounds like you've got your life back and we love hearing stories like that. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation It's 100% drug-free, and it was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's 1-800-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or 1 800, the number four, Relief.
0: The real story of Colony Ridge debuts tomorrow exclusively on BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code ColonyRidge to get $30 off. Just uh, dealing this patent stew for Glenn today. We were just dealing with the uh, immigration situation a little bit, um, talking about that. Uh, I, li- I like this too. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has just admitted this week that immigration authorities release over eighty-five percent of the illegals they detain. Now, I mean, I think we understand that just about everybody who's detained is just released, given a date. Sometime in the future. Sometimes it's, you know, 2027. Sometimes it's 2032. It's been as late as 2035. <laughs> okay, to, at the time. 12 years down the road, you've made them pinky promise to show up to court? <laughs> Are they not U.S. citizens by then? Or uh, they're just, what, hanging out? Not working? Not living here? Not stealing Identities from people not committing tax evasion all that time? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's don't totally worry fine. It. I can't believe don't you're even, opposing it. Yeah, it's just xenophobic to oppose it. So I I don't want to make it sound like I'm opposing it because I think it's great.
1: Kim, can we take a trip? Do you have a... I, don't know if you, I, know I see your uh, computer bag over there. In there, do you have a flux capacitor? Could you grab a... If you happen to have a... If you happen to have um, any... Um, Time travel device because I'd like to go ahead forward to 2035. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Zombie oh, had a whole harp. Of- <laughs> wow. That's a giant harp.
0: You just carry that around with you? Every once in a while. Yeah. Wow. Thought it might be, Is it that might come heavy? in handy today. Yeah, it's about uh, 150 pounds. Holy crap! Yeah, I just heft that around on my back. Massive. It's like that's why my back is in such good shape right oh, now. okay. I'm just getting getting it stronger carrying
1: around the harp. I would think maybe it was part of the back problems. But, oh, uh, really?
0: Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. I thought I was strengthening my back. Yeah, you've been carrying
1: huh. around a harp yeah. that's 150 pounds all now these you years. tell that could me that be might, have yeah, might have been a problem. Might have been a problem. Um, but now that we're in the future, and we, by the way, the year we've chosen is 2035. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. 2035. We're waiting outside of court, <laughs> waiting for our friend um, Bob, the Ill- okay. illegal immigrant. Bob, the illegal immigrant. <laughs> Bob, the illegal immigrant. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been very busy over the past you know 11 years, 12 years. 11, 12, 12 years. Yeah. yeah, and he's been just looking around, doing all these things, <laughs> and now he's going to show up at court. And, yeah, and we're going to well, be. he's come back to Texas too <laughs> yeah, to show be, up he lived at court. In, he took he's, a bus to New York years and years ago, but he's come yeah. back. He's now come back. He, he's a business he owner.
0: He promised he would, and so now he right. is, And he's got he a, cares very deeply about
1: our laws. Came in on his Which uh, is why Learjet. he
0: took the time to break into our country illegally in the first place. In
1: the first place. place, right. So now he's yeah. taken his Learjet back to Texas. Uh, because this is the Texas. land of promise, land of and promise. when you're here
0: illegally with no <laughs> documentation, you make a lot of money. Yep. A lot, a lot, of, lot of, of money.
1: really well. you doing really well. Doing really well. Uh, so he's he
0: was, he is, he lives now in the Long Island, right on a mansion, yeah, in a mansion in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took a Learjet back to Texas to show up for us, obviously, because it was scheduled. Obviously,
1: it was on his schedule, put it yeah. in his Apple calendar, iCal, <laughs> right. and uh, now it popped up. He's like, Oh my gosh, tomorrow's the day I need oh, to go to geez. Texas for that big court appointment, right, for my asylum claim <laughs> or whatever. So he called so,
0: the uh, president of the he's CEO. Of his own company, uh, he called the president and said, "I won't be there today." No, unlike
1: tomorrow. Lloyd Austin, he told the people <laughs> around him he was going to be out. Yeah, he was going to be out of work. Yeah. Well, he's an important businessman, <laughs> right? Exactly. So he comes down for this appointment, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, he let's say he loses his case. Oh no, that'd be a shame. That'd be terrible. He Just has to go he's back so to successful his home. And he's done so well here. And Bob, by the way, was from uh, Guatemala. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Bob was going to have to go back to Guatemala. What do you think the left says about Bob? They say he
0: has been, been here, here for 12 years <laughs> and he has become a successful businessman, part of the it's
1: community. Exactly it. His children, all they've <laughs> His ever known have been no. born here. He's got
0: 7 children now all born in the United States and you're making him go back to
1: Guatemala. All they've ever known is America. Yeah. Right. And you're making them go back to Guatemala, which is still ravaged Mm -hmm. by war and economic despair and gangs and Mm -hmm. whatever else we can say about Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is how it happens. You give a court date seven years in advance. They live here for seven years. And then they tell you, you can't kick him out. He's been here for seven years. We didn't tell him he should come to court in seven years. That was you.
0: (laughs) Exactly. We thought he
1: should leave then. We, yeah. should, we thought he should have left. You know what would be great for the world? Maybe if Guatemala kept their great businessmen and they grew businesses in Guatemala. Yeah. Let them <laughs> yes. Make Guatemala yes. great again. Stop trying to make us that great. Just do this in your homeland. Your country needs you. If these people are so wonderful, their country needs them mm-hmm. or it's never going to get corrected. Exactly. But no, we're supposed to select every single person who comes across the border. And, and mm-hmm. Pat, like, when we first started talking about this, a lot of the discussion was about a wall. A lot of the discussion was about um, how do we secure the border? And look, of course, those things are important. But no longer are we in a place where people are even trying to sneak across the border. There's no reason to. Oh,
0: they present themselves to Border Patrol immediately. Intentionally. Immediately because they know they're going to be given a free meal. And they're going to be escorted directly to some sort of
1: housing. And they're going to say, I come from Guatemala. My name is Bob. Yeah. And, and Guatemala is a bad place and I need asylum in your great country, not in the 12 other countries right. I crossed to get here. Yeah. And right. they will say, okay, well, come back to court and we'll hear that asylum claim in 2035. And then 2035 comes and they say, well, first of all, they probably don't show up at all. But if no. they do, They say, well, you know what? He's been here too
0: long. How can we possibly kick him out? We just recently had that stat, too. About 95%
1: do not show up for their court date. Just the 95%. Just
0: five percent Bob did. Bob showed up. Almost solid, because I think it's 95.4% or something. So about uh, 4.6% show up for their court date.
1: Well, a big problem is 95.4% don't have their own leaders yet. Yeah, you know, if we just gave illegal immigrants
0: each one Learjet, just one. Well, we give them a cell phone. Might as well give them the Learjet too.
1: Then they can come back for the appointments.
0: (laughs) That's just an idea. I'm sure uh,
1: they would, if
0: it weren't for the global warming pop problem that that would create. If every you know (laughs) 3.2 million come across the border, all all
1: Learjets, electric yellow buses that Kamala loves. Yes, she loves school buses. (laughs) Pat, she freaking loves them. (laughs) All she does is dream all day about Venn diagrams and uh, school buses. And they're electric. It gets her very excited. You know, there was a time when even
0: Democrats understood this was a problem. Uh, I played on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can hear every day right before this show. Um, but I, I played this morning uh, a really long speech um, from Joe Biden. I don't know. It was a town hall type thing. He was... Uh, I don't know if he was campaigning in 2007 because he didn't run, did he? Did he run for president in 2008? He did, right? Yeah. Maybe he did. And he, he did. dropped out he fairly did, early. didn't work, Pat. No, he it didn't did, he didn't it did not work. Mm-hmm. But he was explaining the border crisis, which was a crisis then, where, gosh, like hundreds of 100,000 or several hundred thousand people had crossed the border illegally that year. Wow. In one year? In one year. It was like 300,000. That's a lot lot in one year. 302,000 crossed the border illegally in December. 302,000. Gosh. 3.2 million last year. I mean, but they understood it was a problem then. How did this get to this point where where the same people don't think it's a problem at all now? It's really amazing.
1: It's amazing. Really and amazing. If you go I mean and, you know, look, mm-hmm. 2007 isn't that recent anymore as, you know, 17 was, years ago. Yeah, 17 years ago, but that was mm-hmm. if you think in political cycles, that was his run mm-hmm. which led to him being named vice president. Oh yeah, right. Um, and he was named vice right. president and obviously in the 2008 election, and became That's vice right. president in 2009. That was a cycle where he called yeah. Barack Obama the sort of the, yeah. uh, clean clean articulate black man. That black is, man. only happens in storybooks. Right. <laughs> and for that he's, he's made, vice, made president vice president to and by the clean way, clean african-american uh the reporting after uh, the obama administration was that the only reason <laughs> he chose uh, joe biden was because he was white he believed now wow. there's there was a second secondary reason was that he believed his two weaknesses was number one his some foreign policy uh, weakness he had never obviously okay, he, been involved yeah, right. and joe biden was seen as some sort of foreign policy expert I, by, <laughs> a, by a whom i don't know but wow. he wanted to have a, an elder statesman right someone who yeah. had been around and done this stuff for a long time and he got the elder part but right. the more important reason was mm-hmm. people won't vote for a guy named barack obama because he's he's got dark skin and his name sounds funny so we need to have an old white guy in here that will make I mean, all com- the racists out there comfortable enough to vote for barack obama. and how many
0: times did obama say that That uh, people had a problem voting for a guy with a weird last name. It's a funny name. Nobody had any problem with that. Because we are so diverse and so open. I don't care. And and so not racist. We didn't care. He even shared a name with one of our biggest enemies, and he was one letter away from the biggest terrorist on the planet. Yeah. And we were like, sure. And we're like, okay, yeah, make him president. I mean, we have. Oh, it is
1: amazing that uh, that actually happened. And then we don't we don't get any
0: credit for that. We're racist
1: douchebags. Oh, it's worse than ever. Pat. It's worse than ever. It's yeah. worse than ever. And this right. is the circle of grift, right? Like you yep. say, hey, we got a real problem. Well, 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 is it getting better? No, it's getting much, much worse. It's always getting worse. What do we do about it? Well, we got to vote for Democrats. Why? Well, because of racism. Well, what's happening mm-hmm. with the racism? It's getting worse. It's always getting worse. And you yeah. always have the only solution is always to vote for Democrats. Yeah. It's the only way you can solve it, and, and of course, I, that does not
0: solve it. For, fortunately, I think a lot of people are waking up to that cycle, that vicious cycle of of the Democrat Party, and how bad that has been for minorities. It it hasn't hurt yeah. clearly. Uh, let's go to Tanya in uh, Colorado. Uh, Tanya, hi. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Patton Stu.
2: Hi. Hey. How are you this morning?
1: Very well. Thank you. How are you?
2: I'm a first-time caller, and I have a master's degree from the University of Denver. I speak Spanish fluently, Hindi, um, beginner, and uh, I'm an unemployed medical rep who's been in the gig economy and done over four thousand deliveries in the last year and a half.
0: Wow! So it's very painful 4, to four thousand deliveries.
2: Wow. Yes, and wow. I'm top rated doordash uber eats driver okay and i was just talking to your um manager about the fact that um it is a huge problem and um these people who have come here the migrants and Mm. by the way i'm married to an indian who had to wait two years to come to america the legal way Mm. and what we're watching what we're seeing is that As DoorDashers, as we American DoorDashers who are in between jobs or bridging bridging jobs or just low income, maybe single mother parents who are trying to do this as a living, you can't even get on the platforms anymore because everyone that's on the platform is from South America. Not even Mexico; they stop coming. It's all South Americans, and they Mm -hmm. shove a phone in the restaurant's face because they don't speak even any English.
1: I've seen that happen. Yeah.
2: yeah they expect to be helped Mm. and um like we can't even get on the apps anymore because they're now like by the way um like even the ones that are legal are not legal they don't have work permits so they're actually renting accounts with people with real social security numbers maybe even cars we are hearing that it's they're, getting, they're paying $150 every two weeks for someone else's account. What are the tax ramifications on this? Mm. Who are these identities? They're parking in handicapped spots because they're not realizing that's important. And just the other day, I was talking to one of my friends who's a single mom, and they're carrying two phones. So they not only have one account, they have two accounts, and people are wondering why their food's not getting to them. Yeah properly mm. and the companies are aware often. of this there are mm. articles in new york about this mm. uh, that i've read and like um they're lowering the base pay because these people will take upside down orders like 10 miles for five dollars I, I, you just can't afford that mm. so and even people if you um you know uh, if people are trying to bridge the inflation kind of gap, so say they have mm-hmm. a regular job and, you know, as we know, food's gone up 20% crazy amounts, and they take a second job to mm-hmm. support their family, mm-hmm. they can't even use this as a platform anymore. I I mean,
1: am- amazing. Tanya, we should actually we should go into what they're trying to do with the gig economy in Washington right now. They're trying to pass new laws to make them employees, and it would be a catastrophe for this entire industry. But I do have one question before we let you go, Tanya. Have you ever snagged a french fry? No. Okay.
0: No. No. Not no. a four thousand orders. Four
1: thousand orders. Not and one not French one, fry no, in your mouth.
2: It, wow. No, but okay. it's occasionally an order gets cancelled and you get to keep the whole order. So
1: ah, <laughs> all right I mean, That's good. At least that's you get not that bad. bad. All right. Thank you. Tanya, appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the French fries come light. I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. I mean I think sometimes mm-hmm. they come light. Um just like the rest of us, dogs need a good dose of nutrition in the food they eat. In order to lead a happy and healthy life. They can't get DoorDash. They can't dial phones. Very difficult for dogs with paws to dial phones, Pat. Wow. Um, That's wrong. They can't click the right button on the order. Why haven't we done anything about that? Why? There is a new act coming out of Washington, the uh, (laughs) the Opposable Thumbs for Dogs Act. Uh, We'll get into that maybe in a future episode. Um, But uh, let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens because you can actually, I don't know, maybe get the nutrition that you want to get for your dog, the healthy stuff rough greens is not a dog food it's a supplement developed by naturopathic dr dennis black that you sprinkle on the dog food and remember brown food is dead food you, you you want the greens you name it if it's healthy for your dog it's probably in rough greens the folks over at rough greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it they have a special deal for you go to roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833 glen 33 they're going to give you the first trial bag free Uh, I mean, all you have to do is pay shipping. So a free bag? Why not give it a shot? 833-GLENN33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33.
2: The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com.
0: Pat's Stu for Glenn today. He should be back uh, tomorrow, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I'm sure.
1: Can you get uh, Kexi cookies on uh, DoorDash?
0: <laughs> yes, you can. Actually, no, really? yeah. And when you get it that way, you save because you don't have to worry about the,
1: you know, shipping charge. Uh, so uh,
0: very nice. But of course, less. that's And only, they're uh, 10% off right now too at Kexi cookies.
1: Wow. Kexi, Kexi.com. Kexi.com. Now, of course, that's not going to necessarily help you if you're in other parts of the country, but you can always get yeah. them shipped. So uh, that's very cool. exactly
0: right. And save 10% right now in our. Uh, oh, you got to use the promo code uh, Winter Blues
1: winter blues winter blues yeah this'll cure them yeah this'll cure them Uh, by the way uh one more reminder state of the race the new podcast from studios america available on your podcast feed it's free it's audio only check it out all the election stuff you need to know every day we're only a few days away five days Mm. from iowa right now and so course, you're going to do this
0: every day, all during
1: the primary I'm season, not into going to the general to that. election. No, I'm definitely not. I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's going to be updated regularly. Pat. Oh, okay, all right. Um, when there's st- like you know, nice. You, uh, when there's stuff going on, we're going to do as much as we can on it. It's a, it's another show. This is a really
0: difficult. good time for it because obviously Iowa Crucial. is Monday.
1: Crucial. We're right yeah. around, This is this Big is it. Time. So check it out on the Studios of America feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Glenn Beck
0: Program.